Yes, yes, yes. How are we doing? Hope it's going well. Happy Wednesday, hump week, hump day even. Um, so today we're going to talk about setbacks. How do you deal with setbacks? What's a good SOP to dealing with a setback? Um, how do we deal with those initial um, early stages of um, setback? And uh, hopefully you then can have a couple of tools or some awareness about how you can go about it. Cool. All right. So before we start as well, if you are not working with us and you feel like you want to start reaching your potential, you want to overcome the procrastination um, and the wasting of time of moving you forwards, then the link to join that waiting list is on this post. Okay. It's valid to about 12 o'clock today. So if you're here and you are um, <clears throat> watching this morning, you can get yourself on that waiting list and our offer um, is valid until Sunday night or the 10 places we've got available go. All right, let's get into it. Welcome to the Rise to Thrive show. I am your host, James Borman. If you are coming through, hit the love heart button um, and let me know in the comments that you're watching. Give us a good morning. Let us know how your week's going. Tell us an interesting fact about you. Something, um, something that engages all of us, just to let me know you're there. All right, cool. So let's get into it. So setbacks. Can you still be successful? even though you keep coming up against setbacks. So I think the first thing to understand is the realisation of that there's going to be setbacks probably until the day you die. Okay, setbacks, curveballs, um, problems, people have lots of different names for them. They all mean the same thing. And it's like you're walking along a path and there being a wall on your path and you're going, how am I going to get around this wall? <laughs> how do I deal with this? Who's put this here? This is not part of the plan, right? So... We've got to figure out how we get around that wall. And some people will crumble. Some people won't go around the wall. <laughs> some people will take the longest route around the wall. All I want to share is a little bit of experience um, about how I do it. Okay, So um, over the years, I haven't been very good at dealing with curveballs. Um, I've taken everything quite personally. Um, I've allowed it to dictate my actions. I've been quite impulsive um, and it's something that I really wanted to work on. So one of the main reasons I really work on myself is so that I can work on my state of mind, my mentality and how I handle stress, hardship, curveballs so that I can show back up so I can lead me to lead them. And one of the first things I actually think about actually is when I face hardship and something's not going my way is that I must lead me better through this. I don't want to come across as a pity party. And I don't want to mope around. So whenever we feel a setback immediately, um, before we go on, actually, does that make sense to everyone? Does like everyone know where we're at right now? Does everyone resonate with where, what I'm talking about? So if you are going, yep, I'm constantly feeling setbacks. Yes, there's constantly uh, a problem solution scenario going on here. Let me know in the comments. So I know I'm not the only mug here, right? Um, when you feel a setback initially, depending on the level of the setback or depending on how you perceive the setback, um, we will feel two emotions. OK, let me just sort this out. Sorry. We will we will feel two emotions. The first emotion is going to be helplessness and the second one is going to be vulnerability. Now, we're going to feel helpless because we've been put in a situation that we feel helplessly are. <laughs> that we feel helplessly, too helpless to be able to control. So it's probably something that we don't have control over. And because we don't have control over it, um, 
we end up feeling helpless. You're like, oh my God, like in this moment right now, I can't solve this problem immediately. So I don't know quite how to. So we start going into almost panic mode. It's fight or flight. Uh, and then we feel very vulnerable because we almost feel wounded. That might be a bit too strong for what I'm trying to get, right? Um, but we feel very vulnerable and we feel like, oh my God, I need some support. I need a cuddle. I need a hug. <laughs> Just give me a hug. <laughs> so a lot of people will feel those two things, vulnerability, okay, and helplessness. And that can take you down two different roads. It can take you down a road of... Um, super pity party, um, wallowing in your own thoughts and actions about, oh, why does it always happen to me? Or we can do something about those and we can overcome them and we can go down the other path and we go, right, what can I learn from this? What can I action plan? How can I get in the right place? So I'm going to share with my SOP. So SOP is a standard operating procedure. This operating procedure is, is really designed to get me back on track in the fastest possible way. So yesterday... I got hit with two major curveballs, two big sucker punches that I didn't expect. And um, I went through those emotions. Initial emotions were, oh my God, helplessness and vulnerability. Um, probably could have cried if I, if I put my hands up. Um, so I buried my head into my uh, wife's shoulder and um, talked, like vocalised it. She's always happy to listen. That's what her husband and wife's for. You're best friends to be able to vocalise. So vocalising allows me to get it out. Just get it out. I then turned my phone off and went, I'm just going to completely immerse myself in my youngest. And we went to a soft play area. We had four hours. My, my bigger daughter come as well. We just had a really good time. And it just took my mind completely away from everything that was happening and put everything into perspective for me. So the SOP really is like... The first thing is, is to recognise the helplessness and the vulnerability. The second part is, is to vocalise. Now, if it's not with the wife, then it's with my mentor or my coach. And one of those two, or, or my number two, John. And I will vocalise with one of those three people. And they'll just listen. And they'll be like, their words will often usually reassure me. Um, and it allows me to see that there is a bigger picture. There is a bigger picture, okay? This curveball right now, am I even going to remember it? Like, and this is what I was thinking yesterday. Am I even going to remember this in a year? Am I even going to remember this in two years? And that's what we have to put it into. So we have to put it into like a category of, is this life changing? Is this part of everyday life or business? So when you're doing it, when you're doing that and you're categorizing it, you're allowing yourself to you be aware of what's going on and thinking about it. I then challenged myself when I got back and I wasn't so emotional and I had a bit of time to myself and I asked myself tough questions could have I could I have avoided this how could I have not been in this situation how could like you know just whatever the questions that I would ask is basically challenging myself am I responsible for this is this something that was in my control is this something that's external so that allows me to do the initial audit of the curveball and then you might be thinking oh, you're going a bit deep on this but the problem is people stall when they get hit a setback. They stall, they procrastinate, and I don't want to. So I've got to put the inquiry in and do the investigation and figure out what's going on so that I can move on. And they're questions that I ask. And then on the flip side, I'm thinking, right, okay, what's the positives? What can we action plan that's going to allow me to move forwards? Okay, so what, what, how are we going to make this right? 
what are the actions that we have to do? Is it going to be an immediate reaction or is it something that is not going to be rectified for a couple of months? And that that then allows you to get clarity and certainty. And those two things are really important for our anxiety levels, right? They're important for our emotional levels. We have to we have to factor in how do I build um, uh, certainty? How do I build in that plan? How do I build in that direction? How do I make sure that I'm feeling like going back on the right place? So visually, when we think about this, and if you listen on the podcast, I'll try and describe it. So we're walking along here, we're walking along, and imagine you fall in a ditch, poof, you fall in a ditch, you come down, boom, you find some rope, you make some rope, you find a way out of the ditch, poof, you come back up, and then we can continue on path. And the other thing is, is being able to understand the bigger picture. So like, we're trying to understand, like, monumentally what we're trying to achieve here over 15 years, not one day. Okay, so in theory, one day where you get a curveball that might affect you for one or two months over the 15 years is not going to affect you. Okay, do you know what I mean? So in terms of I'm verbalizing with you now, like the process, the thought process, the things we go through when we hit those setbacks, but those setbacks might be just, you have to make sure that you're not like doing this for every setback that you come across. These are like setbacks that really stop you in your tracks. Like, if your pencil breaks, we're not going to do an SOP on a pencil breaking, right? Do you know what I mean? Or if your phone runs out of battery, we're not going to do like a setback SOP for that. You've got to be able to categorise your setback and go, this is a major setback, okay? Or this is a, a minor setback, or this is a medium setback. What's it going to be? How do we deal with those things? And I think that's an integral part of your development and you moving forwards, all right? Um, I hope that helps because it certainly helped me yesterday and be back on track right now because life is full of curveballs. It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to have to, you're going to have to deal with them and hiding. And that's part of leading you to lead them. Right. So what I would love is your number one takeaway from the show. Let me know how you felt about it. Thanks for watching. By the way, Monday's our 500th show. So make sure you set it in, uh, set it in your diary. Exciting. Catch you soon.